Hello, and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited today to have this conversation about mom life meets business life with Yale Bendenhan. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. I love the podcast. So I was really, really excited about this conversation too. Oh, thank you. Um, and I'm excited to chat with you because I feel like you are, like I joked before starting the podcast, a few kids ahead of me. So I'm always excited to learn from other moms and hear hear their their tricks, their hacks, but also like I'm sure we'll get into it, just like the real deal that like it is messy and it is chaotic and it kind of just is what it is. Um, so that's what I want to talk about today. Something that is a little bit different about you versus me is I started and built my business when I was like single, <laughs> had no babies, and it was a whole different experience than having little ones. Like everything had to change for me. Um, and you actually started your business already having four right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So can you talk a little bit about that and also fill us in a little bit on what you do, what that business was that you started and just like a little bit about what that was like? Sure. So, okay. So basically long, very, 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 very long story short. Um, I, I'm from New York originally. My family moved to Israel when I was 13. Um, it was not an easy move. And so because of that, and because I had an attitude, Um, I ended up leaving high school early. I'll just put it that way. I left high school early and I went away to a boarding school in England for a year, just like to get out because I was just having such a hard time just culturally and just, you know, all the fun teenage stuff. Um, and I actually met my future sister-in-law there in England, um, within a couple of years, married her brother, um, moved to London for a few years. We had our two oldest boys in London. Um, but I was like, I was, 18 when I got, we were 18 and 19 when we got married. We were very, very young. And I was 19 when I had my first son. So like, like I was saying to you before, like I'm the oldest of six. So like, I know how to take care of kids. And I, 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 you know, I was like the second mom to my youngest brother, like to an extent, but like having your own, having your own baby, like, you know, is like, it's a totally different, you know, it's just a totally different reality and like responsibility. Um, but because my mom, um, when I was, when I was younger, my, my, my dad's doctor, my mom's a lawyer. Um, cause that's what Jewish people do apparently. And, uh, when I was five, my mom quit being a lawyer to stay home with us. And that was very much like a, almost like the story of our childhood where like, she like didn't want to be away from us. And she quit her job to be home with us because that was the most important thing to her. So we kind of grew up like kind of imbibing this message of like how important it is for mom to be there and to be around. And so I was like, 
I was very ambitious as like a younger teenager. And then like when I had my first kids, I was like, you know what? I just like really like being a mom. Like I just, this is what I want to do. And I really, really, really enjoy that. Like a lot. Like I was never the kind of person who was like, oh, I need something beyond this. I need like more, um, you know, in my life. Like I was really, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked meal planning and cooking and, and, uh, and, and, and my, my schedules and doing activities with my kids. Like that was like really great for me. Um, the only not great part about it was we only had one income. And when I had our, we had our fourth son. So when we had our fourth baby, he, my oldest had just turned seven. So we had like four boys, seven and below. And it was like, okay, wow. And when my son was about like six, maybe six, eight months old, my husband's like, listen, like four kids is like a lot of kids. Like, I don't know if we can really sustain this like single income anymore. <laughs> like, I think you need to go mm-hmm. get a job. So I'm like, oh, shock horror. Like I can't go out of the house and get a job that would, you know, it defeats the whole purpose of having children. If you just leave them all the time like that. I mean, and I'm not saying everyone who, you know, I have a lot of friends who like loved their work. They loved getting out of the house because they really just needed that they needed that, that, that space to get out of the house. I was not like that. And I don't think there's anything was wrong with them. And I don't think anything's wrong with me. Everyone has like their own kind of like preferences. I'm like, I love little kids. I love, you know, babies. Like that was just what I enjoyed. And I was like, well, when I realized that because I had not even finished high school, I was going to have like, no, like really like no chance to make anything more than like minimum wage. And here in Israel is like even less than minimum wage in the States. So it's like, it was, it was, it's an embarrassment. Right. So I was like, basically I'll be paying for his daycare and that's pretty much it. So I'm like, that is not an option. So I just put that to the side and I was like, got to figure something out because this is not going to work. Um, so basically I started doing freelance writing online and then I discovered mom blogging. I'm like, Ooh, I could do a mom blog cause I'm a mom and I can write stuff. Right. And then realizing in a few months later that, um, that maybe the mom blogging was a very, very long-term income strategy and it wasn't going to really make us money like right now. So I became a virtual assistant for bloggers, like with all the knowledge I had accumulated, like learning how to blog, um, and then moved into doing social media for them. And then I started selling social media to, to businesses. And like, I kind of ascended up like the digital marketing ladder until I was getting to like funnels and funnel building and then launches and things like that. And I was basically doing a, um, I basically had like a done for you kind of like funnels and launch like agency where that was like pretty much what, what I was doing, but I was like a like little boutique agency. It was like mostly me with like a couple of contractors. It wasn't like this big thing. Um, but it was, I was definitely working much harder than I, I should have been. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, yeah, like that was not a great business model because I was doing like, I was like a full service because I knew enough about everything to do everything, but like it was killing me. And I was like on discovery calls late at night, I was doing all nighters. I was so, so, so tired, but like I was making money and it was like great because I was home with my children, you know? Um, And then I found out that I was pregnant with baby number five. (laughs) So that was in November, 2019. Um, I was really excited because I really want, I wanted to have another baby. But then when I actually realized that I actually was pregnant, I was like, oh my God, like, this business, the business that I have right now is not going to survive this baby. Like Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to like birth a baby and like a new business, like at the same time, basically, because like this business model is just burning me out. Like I basically, I couldn't show up and sell anything and I couldn't do any work for the first trimester because I felt so, so, so sick. And so, and I went through like an episode of depression. And so like, I realized I got down to like a $2,000 a month and I was like, okay, so now I know what's going to happen if I have a baby who like, I don't know, has colic or doesn't sleep through the night. And I can't open my eyes in the morning, right? Like I, and I realized like, this is just not going to work anymore. And so I kind of like had to like make a decision. I'm like, okay, I realized that I really enjoyed coaching my clients, like through their launches and through their funnels and doing all the strategic stuff. And like, all that was like, I really, really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed teaching as well. 
And I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just stick to just launch copy. So I'm going to do like launch funnels and like launch, launch copy, like sales, emails, things like that. That's what I'm going to do until this baby's born. I'm not doing anything else. And I'm going to start trying to like, you know, move into like the coaching world and let's, we'll see what happens. Um, and I ended up launching my first, uh, my first coaching program in March, 2020, um, which was a very interesting month because that was also the month that all the kids came home and didn't leave for like six months. Or so. <laughs> so, um, I basically had to re like imagine my business. Um, like, and I did really well. Like I went from like $2,000 in like February 20, no, no, uh, January, 2020 to like, um, like February, no, February, 2020 to like the next month was like $15,000 in February. And then like $20,000 in March. Cause like, I was just being so, so, so like narrowed in, like, this is what I'm doing. And like, I made sure I was like being known for that. And everyone knew who I was since I started speaking about the launching stuff and like people like, okay, this is what you're working on now. And I was getting clients for this and it was great, but I really love the teaching. And so I launched my first coaching program and have not looked back. And I decided that once she's born, I'm going all in on the coaching side. And that is what I did. And she was born July, 2020. Um, and, uh, and that's it. And then now I'm, now I'm a business coach for moms, right. To help them build, um, businesses that are streamlined that like, again, like I very, very, very clear on like the productizing of your, of your services that you are saving time. You don't have to customize everything for everybody. Um, you know, also like running, running your business and your home, like a CEO. So like, I kind of like see them, I see them both as like corporations and you have to kind of run them both in similar ways. And I see a lot of similarities between the two. So that's what I do now. And that's what I teach. Oh my gosh. I That's love it. I love all of that. And I really like what you were getting to at the end. I'm like, let, let me pick your brain <laughs> on, on that. Cause I found, I found the same thing. Like there's so many similarities between motherhood and running a business, even though we would think that they're completely different and completely different energies. And obviously there's a lot that's completely different and hopefully your business isn't your baby because <laughs> that can yeah. be a problem. Um, but yeah, I so feel you there. So I want to hear a little bit more about that. But first I want to ask, it sounds like a big, the biggest thing, and I, I want you to tell me if I'm wrong or, or what, but when I'm listening to this, it sounds like the biggest thing that needed to change for you is actually a lot of stuff in your business, yes. not necessarily things with your kids. Well, yes. So, okay. So first of all, with, with, when it comes to kids, don't forget, like when I started my business, my oldest was eight. And mm -hmm. then when I, you know, and now he's 13, right? So kids by their nature grow. And then the the whole family dynamic will shift as well. So that's enough changing without having to change it by yourself. But I did, I did at a certain point, like, you know, before where I was like a stay-at-home mom and like, I just, you know, I had time to do everything. Right. Yeah. But they were also all small and they needed everything done for them. And now there's a, there's definitely a, um, you know, and over time this grows, it's never perfect. It's never perfect. Cause if you think I don't get like the rolling eyes and the complaining and you make me do everything and I'm a slave like all the time. Right. But like they, they have to, they have to all just cooperate and participate and be part of the family and, and taking care of our home and taking care of our life. And like, you know, it's, it's very, very true that like, but my goal was really my business, my, my business is, is going to be second. Like my business exist to give my family the life that I want. And I'm lucky that I can also create one that also impacts a lot of other people and helps other people too. Right. But like I built my business because of my family. I didn't, I'm not mm -hmm. trying to like kind of fit my family around my business. Um, yeah. and that's very important to me because I'm the only mom my kids have, 
you know, like, I can't like, I can't outsource that. I mean, you can outsource some things that you do. You can outsource cleaning. I guess you could outsource cooking and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, I am, especially as kids are, you know, when the kids are small, I'm not saying they don't need you when they're small. They, of course they need you when they're small, but like, um, as they get older, they need you in a different way in a much more like present and emotional way. You have to listen to them. You have to listen to their problems, yeah. help figure some stuff out, like, you know, help them work through their own things. Whereas with a toddler, like, to be honest, like most of the time you give them like a nice cuddle and a hug, you know, or you let them cry it out a little bit and then you give them a nice cuddle and a hug and then they're fine. Right. Whereas like older kids just become that much more complex and, you know, and I'm, I'm now I'm in new territory too. My, you know, you're always with your oldest, you're always in new territory. Cause you're always like, Oh, I've never done this before. Um, but yeah, it's, it was very important to me that like my business served my family and not, and not vice versa. Yeah. And so obviously it sounds like changing like the types of offerings that you had, what else had to change in the business that helped you like be able to run and build this business while also prioritizing your kids and your family number one? So I think for also besides for like the offer and the modeling and things like that, like I was able to, I was able to, the crazy thing is I made, I think like about 110, $115,000 in 2020, which was about the same as I had made the year before, but I only worked for seven months out of that year. Wow. Yeah. So between the maternity leave and COVID and, you know, and, and a little, the beginning was I was, I was still sick, so I couldn't really work. So like, it really, um, was kind of crazy to me. And that was what kind of prompted like the, the building of my, of my program, like my current program now, CEO Mom Academy, that I was just like, wow. So like, you don't, I mean, obviously like, I'm not saying you don't need to work for your money, but like working harder and like burning yourself out does not mean you're going to automatically make more money. Like you have to work smarter. And what I really found was when I got pregnant with, um, with my daughter, um, like that really, really helped me. Like it forced me to like focus and get serious and be like, this is what I'm going to do. And I have to put, I have to go all in on this. And like, I have to decide what I'm going to do and make my thing. And I, I showed up live in my Facebook group every single freaking week. I did a challenge like every other month. Like I was like, really, I'm like, I got to do this. And like, I have to, I can't do anything extra. Like I have to just decide what I want and like go after it. And it really, really helped me kind of trim the fat, so to speak around the stuff that like, you know, we're entrepreneurs. There's always shiny objects. Like, and, 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 I'm, and I'm still, I love, I love courses. I love learning stuff. Like it's like, I, I could do it for a hobby. Like this is, I really just enjoy that. But um, when you are, when you have like this like hard deadline, <laughs> you're like, okay, like I, I know, I don't know what this baby is going to be like, because the one thing I know being, a, I knew being a mom of four was like, the one thing you know for sure is that each baby can be completely different and you cannot predict what it's going to be like. Was it easier? Yeah. I knew what I was doing much better. My perspective was, had changed completely. You know, when my first son wasn't sleeping the night, I'd be like, oh my God, he's never going to sleep. And she wouldn't sleep through the night. Like, yeah, I mean, eventually she'll do it. And of course she did. Right. Like you have so much more perspective and calm. Um, but you also, each baby is different. She had a really hard time nursing. None of my other kids did. So that was like a whole new thing at the beginning that I'd not had to deal with when it came to my other children. So, um, so like you, when you have that, like it almost, I really feel like it forces you to, to really just get really like dialed in on like what you need to do and just do it and not like pay attention to the other stuff. Um, and I, I had my best year like to date, like, like till then the next year made almost 200 K she was home with me the whole time. And I did yeah. not have a nanny or anything. Like she was home the entire year. I worked like maybe two to four hours a day, maybe. Um, and I was like, now this is bananas. <laughs> like, wow. Cause like, yeah, it really shows. It really shows that like, like the, oh my God, what's that? The, whatever the rule Einstein's whatever it is that like things expand, you know, time and like work expands to like the time you give it and, yes. and money and all those things. Right. 
Oh my gosh. That has been, I always quote that like, yeah, things just take as long as you give them. Like, that's how I say it Yeah, (laughs) with my imperfect words is basically what it is. But like what I really seen that in motherhood, like it's, I mean, that's what you learn when you become a mom. You're like, oh wow. Like it's kind of laughable, especially like someone like me that started their business without kids. I, I had all day to work and I filled all day with work and then, right. Cause you could. Yeah. Cause I could. And then with my first baby, it was like, just, you, it's crazy how much you can get done in 60, 90 minutes. You're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I lived a whole day during this like one good nap time. Yeah. Um, so as much as it is difficult and hard, especially like the first time and adapting to it and as things change, it really does help you become like a much more focused, productive person. If you let it, even yeah. though you have less. Um, so speaking of all of this, number one, it might feel like I'm kind of going backwards, which is to like, it's fine. I know I, I kind of go on a bit. It's fine. <laughs> you, you know, you're fine. Like just so everyone's on the same page. So your daughter must now be a couple she's of two and years and a half. old. She's two and a half. She's, she's almost three. She'll be three in, in July now. Yeah. Almost three. And then your oldest is, did you say 13 now? 13. So you have a nice big range. (laughs) I guess you have to with five kids, but you, you had them pretty quickly too at the same time. It sounds like. Yeah. My first four are like kind of like little steps. And then I had a, I I actually joked that like I I had, I I birthed a business instead of a baby. Like, cause I had like a four year gap between my, my youngest son and her. And my, my son literally said to me, like when he was about two years old, he's like, so when are you having the baby? I was like, what baby? He's like, well, you always have a baby when, like when, 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 when the baby's two. So where's the baby? I was like, not this time, you know? Oh my God. I was like, you're really good at math, but, um, no. Yeah. Right. So, (laughs) oh man, that's literally like where I'm at. So speaking of dialing in what, like, what does that look like for you right now? What advice do you have on that? I'm really curious about questions I get asked all the time that I know my answers to, but like, what's your work schedule right now? What are like your top priority tasks? How did you figure those out? Like, I feel like that's, what's going to be really helpful for moms that are listening to this that need to dial things in themselves. Yeah. And so I'm going to actually, I'm going to add a caveat, a caveat to this because I've had, um, in the past, like year, I guess, since like last March, um, I've had a much harder time, um, dialing in and focusing, uh, because of like a bunch of things that happened, some family stuff and some mental health stuff and some, ADHD, which I found out I had. And I was like, okay, like, I know it's like, it's like, then you like, you look back and like, oh yeah, that all that makes so much sense now. But like, um, a lot of things did happen. And what I, what I, what I really realized was that like the things that work for me is really honestly just being consistent, whatever that means for you, like, but showing up in some capacity every day. And the thing, the thing though, is that just like, you don't need to show up in some capacity every day live necessarily if you have other things working for you right so if you have ads running then that almost counts as you showing up to an extent especially if it's like some sort of videos or anything like that um what i've what i've definitely found is the primary stuff i work on right now is like i'm actually remastering my my curriculum for my program like that is like probably my biggest like like big like big project um so i'm i have i prioritize that but i also i'm like i remind my clients all the time like when you're doing client work which is like this is my client work and then if you like forget to market yourself then all of a sudden you wake up when the project is done and then there's no clients right so um showing up in some capacity uh on on a platform like right now it's primarily instagram or my facebook profile um 
and like every day and just like continuing to just put stuff out there, engaging with people and having conversations with people every single day. Like I'm like, if, if I have to have at least like to me, I have to have at least like five conversations a day with whoever it is, whether it's a, a potential client or it's an old client or it's a current client or if it's a friend, you know, like a, a collaboration like like you. Right. Or things like that. Like, yeah. um. I just really focus on that because that for me as a mom, especially is very easy to kind of fit into my day while I'm doing other stuff. Cause I can do voice notes, you know, and I can like, I, you know, it's very easy to engage and like daughter's playing in the park and I'd be like, okay, now let's just, you know, let's see who's been watching my story. Let's like have a little conversation. Um, so that I think for me is like talking to new people, talking, nurturing existing people and like just being consistent with, you know, at least one email a week and a, f- a few things a week. I have not posted like actual posts on Instagram in a while. And like, I just had not, I had not been able to prioritize that because of a bunch of things. Um, and I've definitely seen a difference. So like, it's, it's definitely, again, I'm not, so I'm, I'm not saying like, there's going to be seasons where you're, where you just are able to prioritize business stuff more and there's seasons they have to prioritize other stuff more. And that's why I really think it's important to have like entry points that people can come in all the time to kind of get into your freebies and to your welcome sequences and to get into your world. Um, because I still have people following me every day because I tell them to in my welcome sequence, right? Or I still have people opting in for my stuff because I'm telling them to on Instagram or um, on my Facebook group, right? So like, there's always like people like coming in in small capacity. So you want to like make sure that those play, like those things are available. So even when you're not necessarily saying, go click this and go to this place, um, they still can, they still can come in. And like, that is like, that's always building. Like it, it's, it, and you can't, you can't try to do all the things cause that's going to be overwhelming. And like, we know that like, like, Oh, I need to build a funnel and also, you know, launch a thing and create a new curriculum for everything. Like it's, it's going to be, um, and I'm the kind of person who takes on like too much. Like I, I will, that's just my personality. I'll be like, I can do 500 things today. And then, um, and my coach is like, yeah, we can, you cannot alter the laws of time and space. Like you are an actual human. Like, please remember that. I'm like, Oh my God, fine, fine. 10, you know, but like, that's my personality. I'm very like overachieving. Um, so really it's like, it's conversations with new people with not old people, but existing audience people. And, um, and then, you know, putting out some level of value, whether it's on my, I I do stories now, stories are easier for me. Right. So I'll take my email that I wrote and I'll just post it on my stories. I'll take my email I wrote and I'll just turn it into an Instagram post because like, I don't have energy to like create anything new or special or fancy. So I think like, really it's a matter of kind of finding the stuff that works, you know, for you the best and like really dialing in on that and like, no, not making yourself wrong or like, oh, well that person's doing all these, you know, I see people, these beautiful Instagram posts that are all like perfectly designed and they, they, you know, it's like, oh, look at this fancy little funnel over here. And I'm like, yes, but they have a whole graphics team doing that for them. And like, I don't have a whole graphics team. I have a graphics person who comes in every once in a while. So like, you have to also understand, like, you know, when you look at other people, um, especially, especially when you look at other people who maybe like don't have children (laughs) and you're like, yeah, they do all that. And you're like, I know how they do all that they have a lot of time that we don't. Right. So, um, yeah, it's like really like just talking to people. That's the easiest thing for me as just as someone who it lives in a different time zone and is like just really, mm. really, really busy. I love that. I feel like people are not prioritizing that specifically enough. I just had a client call this morning where we were talking about collaboration specifically. And I was like, I feel like that was like, when I started my business in 2015, 2016, everybody was collaborating, doing webinars together, live streaming together. It was such a collaborative space. And then now like 
I don't know. I feel like the past four or five years, it's been like no one. I mean, I know people are collaborating, but it's just the the drastic difference is, is crazy. And it's like, there's so much that can come from that. Like there's so many benefits of just building a network, talking to people. And also like, it makes it less lonely for sure. <laughs> you know? for sure. I mean, most of my email list has been built through other people's audiences. I'm like, I collab like hard. Like most of my business has been built on relationships. You know, a lot of my clients have come through recommendations from other clients or people that I know or like, oh yeah, you need to because she does this or whatever. And um, I was part of like so many summits and on so many podcasts and, and bundles and all that kind of stuff because I really, really do believe like to me like that, like I did, I did a, I did a paid bundle like a year ago and it was just like such a great, it was just a win for like literally everybody. Like nobody lost in this, in this exchange whatsoever. Everyone only gained the people who bought it gained people who participated gained I gained from it. Everyone got different stuff out of it, but there was no one who lost out. And I really, really think like, you're right. Like, I think that we, we tend to feel just very, very like isolated in our box. And there's, you know, now that like, I think the the coaching space and the online space in general has gotten like very flooded, especially like since, um, 2020, like a lot of people kind of moved online because so like, it can feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm scared. Like what if there's people who are better than me? You're like, what if I'm not gonna, you know, the saturated market and all that like fun stuff. So like you get like a little nervous to, you know, put yourself out there because what if someone hires them instead of me? And I really feel like you really have to go at it from a place of, of really, of just, of just relationship building, because I really don't think you can ever ever lose from that. Like I've never, ever lost from the relationships I've built and I don't build them like for the point of benefiting from them. I do it because I like to get to know people and it's fun and people, and they're amazing, amazing friends that I've connected with in the online space that like I would have never otherwise met. So it's, you're right. I think it's, um, I think, yeah, I think we need to think, think about that more, especially now that things are getting so like AI and robotic and stuff like relationships are the things like you cannot replace with a mm-hmm. robot. Mm-mm. You really can't. There's so many benefits of it and it's a little uncomfortable <laughs> talking to new people for the first time, but yeah. that's business. <laughs> that's like life. You know, it's so important. There's so many benefits of doing that. So I love hearing that that's like in your top, like five or so priorities that you listed, because I feel like you don't hear that very much. So my, my marketing rate is like, I like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously like I, you know, I try to do, I kind of like I also have this like kind of like this this theory about um like you have like active sales activities and then you have like the I call them like laundry activities right like we we put you know put put a load little put a load in the laundry and turn it on and then it just runs for you like while you're doing other things so like you know for example like an evergreen funnel for example or like building a workshop you're going to turn to an evergreen funnel or something like that like that's a laundry activity it's taking time like if I take the time to sort all my laundry and organize it and spray everything with all the chemicals and whatever and then I put the laundry in. Now I can work for an hour and a half while it's running. And now it's getting done while I'm doing other things. So it is initial. I might start work 20 minutes later than I meant to. Right. And this is like in a small capacity, but now I have this things work, these things working for me in the background. And I really feel that we need to take advantage of that more, especially if you are a mom, right? Like looking at the stuff that you have and seeing what you can do with it to make it that like, again, you don't need to be like manually pushing people towards things all the time. Um, because like, it's such a shame, like how much stuff do we just create? And then like, never like, and I love what you just did now with your shop page. I'm like, I, I must do that because like, it's such Thank a shame. You. Like I have so many master classes and, 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 and courses and like challenges and like boot camps and all this stuff. Like I did like once or twice. And then like, they're just sitting, like literally sitting in my gold drive doing absolutely nothing. And I'm like, it's such a shame. Like why yeah. can't people see them more? So it really makes a lot of sense to, to set things up so that like, once you create them, 
like it might take a little more time to like add an email sequence to it from your welcome sequence or whatever. But that little relatively small investment of time, like two, three hours, maybe at most, um, can just pay off for you, like without you having to do anything else, you know? So um, I'm like, you always need your laundry activities in there or dishwasher. I don't have a dishwasher. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because, um, you know, like you kind of started mentioning earlier, like there's phases where life is happening and there's family things going on and there's, you know, there's less ability to completely focus and streamline your business. And I know a lot of people right now are feeling kind of like they're struggling with clarity. I just feel like there's like this collective like shift going on for like almost everyone that I talk to and I'm there. So for me, like, me what was too. About, yeah, <laughs> I, I know I'm like almost, but literally everyone, I, everyone I talk to is there. So anyone listening that's there, same. Us too. Yeah. And the shop page is nice. Cause it's like, it's not, you know, I don't think it's really, it's not the most strategic funnel, like going to blow up overnight, make you rich, but like, it's nice right now. Cause I'm like, I have these things I'm building. And isn't that how it goes? I'm like, just entered my third trimester. I have these things I'm building. I have no clue what I'm doing. On the other hand, <laughs> my mind changes all the time, but it takes two seconds. And now I have photos saved in my phone of it to like, take a picture of like this cute little computer screen with the plant and the shop page open and be like, Hey, we have a 30% off code for the shop. Like, it's just so easy. And every time I do it, I get a couple sales. So, you know, you know, it's not five figures a day or anything crazy, but like, it's nice to know that you have something that's just so easy to do and put out there to make some sales when either you are in like a little bit of a pivot or transition or whatever, or life is crazy because I think mom or not, like that's something I had to accept was like, I remember feeling like, okay, when, when are things going to settle down? When are things just going to go as planned? Like feeling like it was only me. And then literally it was so freeing when I was like, you know what? Never. I think life is always going to be crazy. Yeah. There's always going to be something. So I might as well figure out how to work around that. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to have like the ideal, ideal schedule. And I literally have like my clients. I'm like, okay, let's work out like your ideal schedule. Okay, great. This is, yep. if, if everything was perfect, this is what it would look like. Okay, fine. Now what's like your minimum viable yes. <laughs> schedule? Like, what do you absolutely need to be doing? And then if you want to add on stuff from that ideal one, like little by little, as maybe, I don't know, your kids go out to school and you have more time, or I don't know, your baby starts sleeping through the night or whatever. Like you can add that in, you know what you're working towards, but don't be upset if you like never get there because like I'm an Orthodox Jew. Okay. We have a holiday every month, every freaking month. And they're fun. I mean, they're great. They're holidays. They're happy and stuff. Like there's like one or two months in the entire year that we don't. And we're like literally breathing aside. We're like, oh my God, just like a normal schedule, you know? (laughs) And one of them is in the summer. So it doesn't even count because it's not a normal schedule. So like, I know that like around the high holidays, like around September, October ish time, there's going to be a point where I'm going to like, I cannot have a launch during that time. I better wrap anything up beforehand because that is going to be way too stressful, right? Like I have to have a plan for those things. And like, we just had Passover now, which is a week by itself, but then there's like an extra like week and a half to two weeks beforehand of like turning your house upside down and cleaning it. And like, that is like a very, it's, that's not a non, that's not, that's a non-negotiable. That's like like a a part of our life. We have to work our stuff around that too. Um, And so, yeah, like you're right. Like life is never going to. And I think like, also like we think like, oh, I, you know, oh my gosh, should I do a shop? Like instead of a funnel and like, do I not, our funnel is not working anymore. And it's like, no, because like you can have both, like you can have all the things, right? Like you can have a freebie going to a tripwire and then you can also have a shop where people can buy the same tripwire. And if they find the shop first, they'll buy it there. And if they find it in the freebie, they'll buy it there. Like, I think we, I think we have to like, kind of let go of this, like, okay, like what's like the way, 
that's going to work. And I'm speaking to myself. I'm a perfectionist. I'm always like, I need to find the way that's going to work. So like, you have to like, let go of that, like expectations. Cause again, it's like, same with like with kids, like it's never going to be like, you know, the perfect, perfect day. Like it can feel, I'm not saying it can feel perfect. Like, yes, this is what I want to be doing. I, this is yeah. what I dreamed of. I wanted to be with my children. Does that mean my toddler's not going to have a tantrum the entire day because I I'm living the life. I'm living the dream. No, <laughs> she's going to be annoyed at me because I'm not letting her watch frozen for the 500th time. Right. But like either way, <laughs> either way, like, um, you know, we have to, and then same thing, go, again, same thing goes with kids. Like my kids don't be like, Oh my gosh, your kids do chores. Like, wow. I'm like, yeah, they do. But like, it's not like, you know, Mary Poppins and like, just like, you know, whistling and clapping hands and everything would just like pops into place. Like, it's not like that. There's, there is whining and there is, oh my gosh. And why I have to do so much more than him. And it's like not fair and nothing's fair. And my life sucks. Right. Mm. I have a teenager now. So it's like super fun. Right. But like <laughs> overall, I think we have to kind of shoot for like that 80% ish. Right. And like, you're never going to have, it's never going to be like hundred percent because like, that's just not how life works. And you know, same goes with like your team. Like, you know, when you, when you bring on team members and you're like, well, I could do this really well, but like, and they're not going to do it as well as me, but like, if they do it 80%, I don't have to do it at all. Right. And the same kind of thing goes with kids. Like when you're teaching them to do, you know, like tonight, my nine-year-old washed the dishes after dinner. I'm so glad I was not around after dinner. My husband was, 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 I was like dealing with the baby or whatever. And he's like, yeah, okay. Your job is to wash dishes tonight. I didn't know he could wash the dishes. I come back and I find them like just beautifully lined up. Like he, he even like put them in the drying rack, like so, in a, such an organized Aww. way. And like, nothing's like piled on top of each other so they can, can fall down and break. And like, he just did such a great job. And I'm like, wow. Right. So like they really grow into it and they really grow into their roles. And I think like, like I said, that's why I, a lot of similarities and the same thing goes like with team members, like they're never going to do things perfect at the beginning. Right. But over time, you're going to realize they understand things more. They like, Oh yeah, I know, you know Taylor did it like this last time because of this. So that's why I'll do it like this. Right. Like there's that as well. And you also have, you know, just like you have to have patience with kids and not be like, Oh my gosh, the dishes aren't done hundred percent. I still see a little bit of chocolate smear on that dish. And then that egg thing wasn't like, so like, same thing goes like when you're, when you're, outsourcing. And I think that any business owner, but especially mothers, like we have enough to do without doing everything. And so we have to learn how to like delegate or eliminate or something because we can't do all the things. I stopped doing laundry. Like I don't, I don't fold and put away my kids laundry anymore. Only my baby. They have to fold and put away their own laundry. They have their baskets. I wash it. I dry it. That's as far as my job goes. I put into their baskets and either they'll do it right away or they won't. The baskets, baskets will get really full. And I'll be like, hey, your baskets are really full. Please fold them, put them away. And like, that's it. But like, I'm like, I can't. Cause like, if I was, I would literally never be doing anything else if I was doing all the laundry in the house, right? Like we're seven people and it's a lot of clothes. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's very much like, again, like going for like the best you can and not getting like upset when it doesn't work out exactly the way you envisioned it, you know? And we take, we tend to take it personally when it's our own business. We tend, tend to take it personally when it's our own kids, but, um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And especially, especially like trying to be mom and like homemaker and business owner. And I think like for me very recently, I've been like having my own like perspective shifts around it because I feel at least like what I was seeing was like, you can't do all of that. And if you're going to, you need to outsource as much as you can especially I wrote a post about this recently, like, especially at home. So you can be in your business more. And like more recently I've been like, but wait, 
I kind of want to like be in my home more, <laughs> you know, and like less in my business and also seeing like, oh, and you can still be successful in your business doing that. Yes. Outsourcing in your business, knowing your bare minimums, like what we've talked about, those priorities. Um, and also like a big thing too, that I get like a little perfectionist when it comes to like the home, less perfectionist in my business. I feel like I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fine for most <laughs> things. But, um, you know, you see like all these other moms on Instagram and Pinterest and their house looks beautiful and it's perfect all the time. And like, it's so easy to feel like you're not doing enough. And it's like, it's, it, I, if anyone's, it looks perfect. I don't know how they're doing it, but I don't think it really does look perfect all the time. I think it is messy. I think it is loud. <laughs> I think I, there is laundry undone. There's always going to be laundry. <laughs> I feel like that is like, I remember like one time when my coach was like giving us a journaling problem, like, what are you tolerating? And literally the first thing came to my mind was laundry. Yeah. And I was like, or like, what are you no longer like, I don't know, something like what's like weighing on you. And I'm like, literally laundry. And that was when I decided like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm not the only person in this house with arms. Okay. And like, <laughs> there, there has to be something has to change here. And my whole mindset shift had to change as well, because I kind of went from like, I'll just do it. Cause I can do it faster. I can do it better. I can do it, you know, cleaner. I can do it. You know, I can fold it beautifully like Marie Kondo. That's I yeah. literally used to fold in my laundry like that. Like that was how I did it because it makes sense. It fits really nicely in your drawers. But like, I had to be like, okay, my kids are going to put stuff in their drawers. It's not going to be perfectly folded. They might walk around with a wrinkled shirt tomorrow. And if someone's judging me because of my, you know, because my kid's wrinkled shirt, I don't really care because they're probably not someone I would want to know anyway. But um, I think it's very true. I think that like there is kind of that message. It reminds me of like, you know, that TikTok where it's like, you know, like, what if I don't want, you know, what if I don't want to be like, like you? And she goes, oh, don't be silly, Andrea. Everyone wants to be like us. Right. So like, yeah, there is a certain thing of like, you know, the stuff in your home isn't needle moving. So therefore you should not be doing it. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't, I, I get a cleaner whenever I can. I, I don't like cleaning. I really don't like cleaning, mm-hmm. love cooking, love baking, hate cleaning. Okay. So like I will get a cleaner and I used to have a cleaner like twice a week. And then they both, I had two different cleaners cause I couldn't get one twice a week. They both left me like about like seven, eight months ago. And I've not had a cleaner like since then. And it's really not been easy for me. And I'm not saying I would not get a cleaner in a second. Right. But like, do I really want to outsource like all my family cooking to somebody else? Do I really want to outsource like everything? Do I want my kids to learn that like someone will just pick up after them if they drop things on the floor and they, and they, they have no accountability. Like, actually I really don't like, so I, I like, you know, I enjoy cooking for my family and I enjoy baking stuff that my family likes. Like when I, when I bake stuff that my kids like, like that's, they feel that I love them. Like they feel that I was thinking about them. Right. Am I building my business also for them so that they can have these things? And yeah, but like, they're not getting that same feeling when I'm like on a call. Right. So there's nothing. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's very, I think that the homemaking and mom role has been very, very much minimized and like, kind of like treated as like, well, okay, I guess it's kind of like, you know, well, if you can't do anything else, then like, you know, like just do that. And I'm like, it's like the most important thing you can do. Like you're literally raising the next generation of humans. Like it's a huge responsibility and it's a privilege because there's so many people who want it and can't have it, you know, and it's hard AF because (laughs) you're dealing with humans, but like, you know, you can't, like you said, you can't be replaced. And like, and I saw some of your posts, you're like, I like, you know, putting together dinner and like, you know, nurturing my family and taking care and just being able to sit with the, sit with the kids. Like that is a, there's a huge, huge value in that. Even if it's not like, there's no like ROI, so to speak, which I think that yeah. people tend to forget sometimes. 
Yeah. I mean, I had this huge realization. Like, I feel like it sounds like our, our upbringings were very different. Like I grew up with my a single dad who owned a business and it was always kind of like just this messaging, like what's most important, even though my dad was great and single dad, he really like stepped up obviously, but like work was so important. Making the money was so important. And it was, cause if he wouldn't have done that, we wouldn't have had a home. Like, you know what I mean? But like, there's just this messaging, not just from him, but just in, you know, the messaging I picked up of like the kids take away from all of that and they make it harder. And I mean, <laughs> it is harder, but like they make sure, it harder, harder and you know, it's, you got to put as much of your focus there. And so I, that was honestly three years into parenting. I, I was like, Oh, no wonder every time I try to immerse myself into that side of things, I start to panic. Like it's going to take away from my business. It's going to, it's going to make the money go away. It's going to make all this fall apart and like realizing like, Oh, that wasn't actually the truth. That was just a mindset. And it's been yeah. so good. <laughs> it's been so yeah. good. It's, it's really true. I think, and I think that I, what I try, and again, I speak, I speak to myself all the time. I'm always like kind of self-coaching. Cause like whenever, yes. whenever I know what to do, my coach will be like, well, what would you tell your clients? So I'm like, dang it. I do know what to do. Um, so like I try to remind myself like that hard, like hard is not necessarily bad. Yeah. It's just hard. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's not like it's just because something isn't easy. doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. Right. And like the same thing with building, like the fact that like, we're all here building businesses like that, like is not for the faint of heart. Like anyone who's <laughs> still like pushing through at this point, after like ups and so many ups and downs in the online space in the past five years, 10 years, whatever, like it is like, there's a huge, huge, huge value to that as well. And it really shows that you have like that, like level of grit to kind of just stick to it, you know, through the hard times. Um, and yeah, and, but we, and we do it because technically, technically it would be easier to just go to a job, walk in, do the thing, walk out, forget about it. The second we like leave the office, Technically, I don't like technically. Yeah. Like in practice, no, my husband's a paramedic. So I have to be home all the time because he has shifts all over the place. Like there's like, I literally could not get a normal job even if I wanted to, which I don't. Right. But we're doing it because we believe in a bigger thing. We believe like there's going to be a value in this. This is, this is going to do something for us, for our family, for our legacy, for the, for the world. Right. And we have like that why about it. Um, and same thing goes like with, with, with raising your kids, right? Like it's hard in the moment. Sometimes you want to literally want to throw them out the window. And like my mom, my mom always said, like, you know, good parents want to throw their kids out the window. Bad parents actually do. And I'm like, that made me feel so much better. (laughs) I'm taking that one with me. (laughs) Take it, take it and use it and repeat it to yourself. Whenever you're like, I'm like, I just want to just, you know, and, and then you feel so bad. Like, how can you feel that way? Like when I get, when I get mad at my daughter now, I feel so, I'm like, I prayed for her. I had four boys. I really wanted to have a girl at some point. I prayed so hard for her. How can I possibly get mad? I'm like, because she's a really stubborn little cutie pie. And sometimes she's annoying and that's what kids are like. And that's how it is. And there's nothing, it doesn't make me a bad parent for getting annoyed when, you know, when she, when she does her thing, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I, I think, and I think that that's the point. I think it's like, we can hold that everyone can have their own like priorities. And like, that's why I really think you have to build your business around like what you prioritize, um, you know, rather than mm-hmm. trying to like shove your thing into the business, because like, that's not going to make, that's not going to make you happy in the long run. I really feel. 100%. So as we wrap up, cause I feel like we could talk about this all day. What I want to ask your advice for a new mom or someone who's really wanting to be a mom. I don't know if you have this conversation come up a lot, but I see with women in business, I get a lot of them that come to me that are like just newly pregnant or wanting to get pregnant. And they are terrified 
of, and I was too, (laughs) of what it's going to mean for their business. And I'm just so curious whether you have just like some mom to mom advice and, or a little bit of business advice in that situation. Like what are the top one to two things that you would tell someone in that boat? So someone who's about to have a baby or is about to have their first baby? First. Okay. Like for like, oh my gosh, what does this mean for my business? Like I've never done this before. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. So, I mean, I, so I've never been in that place because I don't know how to have a business without kids. Right. But I have been a mom, a first time mom without a business. And what I will say is it's funny because like my friends and I said, like we have, when we have friends who are about to have like their first baby and like, we're like, wow, she has like no idea. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because like, not in a bad way, but like you, I've seen so many of my friends have their first babies and they literally just changed their business model because they realized that their business model was not serving them. And so did I. So like, I really Mm -hmm. think like number one is think about like when you, when you find out you're pregnant, think about like right now, right. The business I'm running right now, could it run with a baby? Okay. So get your husband to interrupt you every like 10 minutes for a day. And if your business cannot survive that, you need to probably change something. Okay. Right. So like, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, don't, don't make him actually do that. You'll kill him. But like, <laughs> like, it's just, it's a good, it's a good way to kind of like test it and see like what's yes. going to happen. Right. Um, and I think like on the one hand, like we, you have to be prepared for it because I don't like scare anyone because like really you can get a lot more done than you think. Like I, mm-hmm. I did so much work, just like my baby in the baby carrier, just like jiggling up and down, just like doing my thing or like nursing her or whatever. Like that was just how it was. And like, it was fine. Like I did my DM selling while I was nursing my baby every night on my phone very easily. And it was fine, you know, but just like thinking about like, number one, like I am going to want to take time off and I'm going to want to, I might want to take more time off. Like you can't predict how you're going to feel. Some moms are like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get back to work. And some are like, no, I just want to like stay in this time. And neither of them are wrong. (laughs) Right. Like everyone has their own thing is that like, get them, make them feel like themselves or make them feel, you know, that they love or that they, that they, that they, that they, getting energy from, from, and if you don't get energy from sitting around nursing a baby, that's totally fine too. Right. But, um, or feeding a baby, however you choose to feed the baby. But, um, I really think like be prepared for the fact that you may feel differently after you have the baby. Like you can't really predict how you're going to feel right. And how much time are you going to want to take off? So assume you're going to assume you're going to want to take off more time than you think, even if you don't, at least you'll be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And really just try to set your business up for that. So whatever it is you're doing, whether you're, if you're an agency bringing on subcontractors that they can do a lot of the work and you can just oversee, or if you are, you know, if you're a course creator or a coach, you know, and you've been doing mostly live lunches, seeing like what you can do to make things evergreen, maybe start running ads or things like that. Like set yourself up. For, so you're in a place that like, you can take time off and like not have everything just kind of crash and burn because that was, that was my hard realization when I got pregnant. I'm like, well, this business as it stands is not going to survive the baby. I need to re I need to reimagine this business. Like I, this business needs to be just like stripped down and have to figure out what is going to work. So be prepared for a lot of change. It's a different, it's different than anything else you're ever going to feel in your entire life. And I, I love animals and I love dogs more than cats. Um, love them. <laughs> Um, having a dog is not the same thing as having a baby. Um, the, the feelings are different. The, the guilt is different. Like everything is going to be so different, right? So like expect it to feel different. Don't be scared by it. It's not something bad. It's just that you are going to Mm -hmm. fundamentally change as a person and your business may need to change along with you. And that's also not bad. Okay. Because your business is your business. You are not your business's 
person, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, you know, and, and obviously like I, I do like, I have, I've worked with clients to kind of create like their maternity plan where it's like, okay, fine. So what are your offers? How much time does it take? Is this mostly on you? Like, do you have processes? Do you have all this stuff in place? Because like, again, you just don't know. You don't know. You might be like four weeks after be like, I'm done. Like I need, I need to be on a coaching call again. Like, this is just, I'm, I miss my clients. I had that two weeks, two months after she was born, I was doing like my weekly coaching calls, my mastermind clients, but like that was an hour a week. And it just, it gave me so much life. That was all I did. And I loved it. And I spent the rest of the time with her. So like yeah. prepare for anything, but also like prepare for the eventuality that you may want to like take more time off than you think, because that does happen very often to people <laughs> from experience, from my, from what I've seen from like a lot of people that I know. So, yeah. I love that. I couldn't agree more with all of that. And it's normal. Like, I feel like what's so scary, your first baby, it's so scary because you have no clue what to expect, but also no the second and the third and the fourth are all the same. Like you, you kind of get like, like you said, you get more used to the fact that like all those hard parts will pass. They'll eventually sleep through the night, but every baby I mean, I've only had two, but so far they're all different. And I'll tell you through pregnancies, all completely different. You never really know what to expect. And and the best thing is like being willing to like go with the flow and being willing to adjust as needed. And, um, don't panic. People are doing it. Yeah. And I just want to reassure reassure you as well that just like when I had my fourth baby, my oldest was to just turn seven. That was not easy. I had four kids who were very little. Even then, my oldest son was still able to sit on the couch and hold him for me. So it was very different than when I had my third. My oldest was like five, right? Yeah. But when I had my daughter just now, like my oldest son was 10. And like, as just because having a baby with like just little kids is going to be different than having a baby with like an eight-year-old in the house, right? Like your kids are going to change and grow as well and be capable of more and be capable of pitching it. And the more you include them, like the more value they will feel as part of the family, as an older sibling. And, um, like I, it was such a wonderful experience besides the fact that like, it was just, she was cute and I could dress her in like pretty pink clothing, but like my, 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 my kids took care of her. They could, they were old enough to do it. I was able to trust him. You know, my oldest son would come in in the morning, like on, on like Sabbath morning. And like, you know, normally I'd be up with, you know, taking care of like the kids and you know, making sure they didn't miss destroy the house. And like, I'd be nursing her in the bed and he would come and like swoop her away, change her diaper. If it was wet, not if it was dirty and like, just go out and play with her because he just wanted to spend time with, with his baby sister. And like, it, it, I'm like, wow, like this is like, and that's, that's where I think I, we, we said at the beginning, how like, you know, your family will shift. Right. Cause like, you know, you, you kind of, I didn't change my family to fit my business, but like your family is going to change as well. And as you add more kids, it's going to change as they grow and as they grow, like the family culture and like the, you know, the feeling in the house is going to change as well. And so like, it's not, however, whatever it's like right now, if you have a bunch of little kids or even like two little toddlers and you're like, oh my God, I just want to speak to an adult, right? Like in a year, it's going to be different in three years. It's going to be completely different. Right. And you have to just realize like nothing, nothing lasts forever. And I, I hate it when people said this to me when I had little kids, cause I was like, oh my God, like shut up. And I'm not going to be like, oh, enjoy it while it lasts. But like, it's very nice to have small kids with very simple problems that can be solved yeah. with a hug and a kiss and a cuddle and, you know, a nurse and like, you know, maybe a, a treat or something. Um, so like in, you know, enjoy that part of it, but also realize that the hard part of this is, 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 is going to go away to an extent and you'll have a completely different thing. Like, you know, I can, I talk to my kids, like I can talk to my older kids, like, like normally we can have great conversations, 
you know, whereas like before it was just me and a bunch of little tiny things running around and it was, it was, it was not easy, but like it, it goes by really fast. So just Mm -hmm. enjoy it. I I hate saying that. Don't enjoy it. If it feels hard, let it feel hard, but like realize that like it will go by really fast, like much faster than you think. Um, and you're going to wonder, like, you're going to just, I mean, you, you, you know, like, I'm sure you look back at your old, you know, your oldest and you're like, when did she become like, so she's like four now, right? She just turned three. She turned three. Okay. Wow. So even more so you're like, well, wasn't she just a baby? And I'm having like a third. I know it's crazy. And, you know, even just in a, like a, I mean, this will help you in business too, but like, just as a mom, it's like, and you kind of said this, but no, like knowing that those hard parts do go by fast because with Ruby, my first, there were so many things where I was like, oh my God, how am I ever going to get through this? Like, this is impossible. Whether it was like those moments where the breastfeeding was really hard or she's crying and you have no clue why at the same time, every single day, or like they don't sleep and you feel like it's literally never going to go away. And then it does. Sometimes it's a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months. It depends. But in hindsight, it's like, oh, okay. Like that went really fast. And then second with Lucy, it was like so much easier, but I still had some moments where I was like, is this ever going to stop? <laughs> and it right. did. And well, now yeah, like, okay, every kid's different, right? I'm ready. I'm ready for the third. Cause now I really do know that all, all those hard parts, they will pass. They will. And there will be more, <laughs> but yeah. they will and, pass. And same in business. And I think and yeah. business is almost like the same thing, like all the firsts, right? Like what's like the first time you put on an offer and it totally flops, right? <laughs> like the first time you do a launch that doesn't go like you planned or like the first time you created, you know, spent ages creating a funnel and then you ran ads to it and lost a thousand dollars in three days, right? Like, you know, all these first, you know, the first time you have a nightmare client and you have to deal with like a, you know, or, or things like that. Like, the cool thing is though, you know, that those things, like those things are going to happen and they're going to happen. No one ever has everything go like well for them, but like, again, they're also, they're also going to pass. Like, you know, you're going to look back like, oh, wow. Like that was a teachable moment. I can make a post about this. Like, that's my new, that's my new mantra to myself. I'm like, I'll make a post about this. (laughs) It's going to be great after, after I'm done, after this is over, this is going to be great content, you know? And and we joke about it all the time, but like, it's really true. It's like, you know, and you you learn, right? Like same thing with sleeping through the night. Like you learn the stuff that works, the stuff that doesn't work. You know, you learn that picking them up every second they squeak is probably not a good strategy. Right. And like all that stuff that like at the beginning, you don't really know what you're doing, but like the more you have that perspective, the more you can look back and be like, there, you know, oh, this, this, this month is always a slower month. So if it's slower, I'm not going to get all hysterical about it because I know this is just how it is and it will get better. Right. Like things like that really just give you that perspective too. Um, and that only comes from like experience and also working with coaches who have that experience. They can tell you stuff like, oh yeah, this is normal. It will pass. Right. So, oh my gosh. Yes. So much value. And that's why I like having these conversations is there is so much value in like hearing you say something that I've been through or someone, or I am going through or someone else listening is going through. It's like, Oh, okay. Cause I think business can feel so lonely and motherhood can feel so lonely. Like you're yes. like, is my kid the only one I promise you? No. <laughs> am I Definitely the only one not feeling the only like one. this? No, <laughs> no, I know. And we, I literally have a WhatsApp group with my group with my friends. And like one of my friends just posted like, does anyone else want to just like run away from the house at bedtime and never come back? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. And they're like, oh, I thought everyone else's kids behave perfectly because I can, I don't see any of you guys complaining about it. Like we don't complain about it because we're too busy doing it. But like, yeah, that time sucks, you know? And like, that's, we, we really don't realize it because again, like we, we do live in a world where we try to kind of put our best face forward. 
um, there's going to be those times and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be times where all everything just goes and the kids hop into bed and like, good night, mommy. And they give you a hug and a kiss. And they're like, oh, and, you know, don't forget to wake me up at 630 tomorrow morning because I want to make sure to make my snack early in time to get to school, you know. And then there's some nights where like I send them back to bed like 300 times. And yeah. like, and I'm like, why, why, why are you still even here? Like, I should not even be seeing your face. Why, why? <laughs> so it's like, it's gonna, it's gonna, we are all, we're all going through it. We're all going through the, we all go through the business hard times. We all go through the mom hard times. And that's why I really think that mom business owners really need to like find their communities of other mom business owners, because we have very unique experiences mm-hmm. and challenges that non-mom business owners do not. It doesn't make them worse or not as, you know, whatever, but just makes it different. It's just a different plane of reality. And like, that's okay. And, um, and that's why you need, you need your village and you need your community of people who get it. 100%. I could not agree more. Thank you so much for taking the time today to have this conversation. I really enjoyed it for everyone listening who didn't already know who you are and wants to follow you and keep hearing from you. Where can they find you online? So you can find me primarily on Instagram or Facebook. It's the Yael Bendahan, T-H-E, my name, which I'm sure it's going to be somewhere in the, in the show notes. Um, and just, yeah, like send me a message and say hi. And, uh, I'd love to, I'd love to chat. I like to talk to people as I mentioned. (laughs) So, So say hi and let's talk. I love it. Simple as that. Well, thank you so much again. I know that people are going to enjoy this so much, just like I did. And to everyone listening, I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.